everyone, I'm Abby. And I'm Caitlin. And we are two millennials who are taking our stance on insurance with a fun twist of pop culture. We work with clients to assess and lower their total cost of risk. And we're chicks! Hi everyone, welcome back. Today's topic is wedding insurance. It's Abby and Caitlin here to talk about all the details and our favorite celeb weddings. It's very fitting and very timely for me because my wedding is a scary... 114 days to go, I think. So the crunch time is in force. And I'm panicking, but that's okay. <laughs> Don't panic. It's all good. It's going to be fine. I'm more excited for the bachelorette party right now. Oh, After yeah. that, the wedding is in full swing. We're like two months from that. Yeah. No, less than two months. Yeah, less than two. Less than two. We're going to Charleston, so if anyone has any recommendations, please DM us on Instagram. Please. Really. <laughs> Let me know. Hit me up. <laughs> okay, so... We are going to move into our Ask Around segment, which is where we ask friends or family. We text them and ask them questions that go with the topics. So the first question is, what is wedding insurance? Who'd you ask? I asked my brother, Tim, because he's also getting married like a year from now. Oh, my God. Yeah, good idea. What did Tim say? He said, coverage for change, disruption, or cancellation of your wedding. Okay, so he Googled that. He actually didn't because he answered within like 10 seconds. Oh, really? I'm like, why are you smart? Like, what? He prob- well, he probably researched it a bit when they, like, booked their venue, probably. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it's in, like, the contract when they, like, sign the deposit and whatnot. Maybe. I should probably know these things. So I asked myself, because I'm really exposing myself here, <laughs> I don't 100% know exactly what wedding insurance is, so this episode's going to be really fun for me. Um, but if I could guess, I would assume that it would cover, like, anything that went wrong at the wedding... Or if we would lose, like, money or something. And then I would assume that we would take all of our vendors that we hired and add those to the policy as, like, additional insurance for, like, the one-day event policy. Yeah, basically. So in simpler terms, it's technically event insurance. Yeah. So like you mentioned. And then in the insurance terms, it helps with costs associated with the event and also risk at the event itself. So... Venue damage, injury sustained, say I do a split and I break my leg, like that could be covered. High possibility there. (laughs) I would lose it if that happened. (laughs) I am going to predict that you're going to roll your ankle and probably sprain it. Probably. Walking down my aisle. On the grass. Only if Miami's playing. On the the grass, I'll change my processional song to Miami by Will Smith. It's fine. Of course. So there's two parts to the wedding insurance, event cancellation and event liability. So the wedding cancellation coverage protects the funds if your event needs to be canceled or postponed due to weather or illness. Does that have anything to do with like the contract that you sign with the venue? That's a good question. We'll have to probably find out. It might depend on the venue. Okay. Um, And then the liability side is the property damage or the injuries. (laughs) Um, at your actual wedding the day of. Okay. Okay, all jokes aside about me doing splits at Abby's wedding, there is a slip and fall component that's really important and can lead to injury. But the biggest question of that is who's actually liable? Right. So if the bartender, let's say the bartender like overserves someone at your wedding or your party, if the bartender is through a third party that I myself, the insured, didn't hire personally, then they would be liable for that. Yeah. And then the flip side is like, say, Abby, you did hire like a bartending service or 
brought your own bartender with you that you love that makes your favorite Moscow mules. That. <laughs> it would now be your liability if they were to overserve someone, someone slipped and fell and got injured and made a claim about it. Um, and that would hit your liability side of the wedding po wedding policy that you purchase. So there are two sides to it, which is interesting. Um, new information, Abby and I, as we're chatting through and researching this. Yeah, it's just good to clear up stuff like that. You know, you want to make sure that you kind of check all the boxes in terms of stuff like you don't want to worry about. God forbid this were to be a situation, you know, let's clear this up. Let's figure out who's liable, whether you are or not. So it's just good to go into a day like this and not have to worry about stuff like that. So yeah, and I mean, I think part of insurance is a big what if. And honestly, a lot of times nothing is probably going to happen. But mm -hmm. in the case that it does, and there is an injury, you definitely want to be covered. It's worth the 100, 200, however much insurance you would like to purchase. Absolutely. Risk management is always very important. For sure. One question I saw that was asked a lot is, does homeowner's insurance cover it? And the simple answer is no. No. You would have to completely it's get a like a one-day separate policy. Yep. Um, and then the other one is like how much it costs. And from my research, it can be as low as $100 to $200. But obviously, like higher-end weddings, it right. really depends. And then, of course, you can always get it at DG. Love that. Now the fun part, Abby's wedding. My wedding. I'm so excited for my wedding. Me too. We have most of our stuff booked and planned, and now it's just down to like the finer details. And I'm currently debating on getting wedding insurance. So <laughs> like I said, this episode is super fitting for me. Do you think the insurance covers me ruining my makeup with the vendor by crying? I don't know. But if you cry, I, I said to <laughs> damage. Him, my number one thing on my wedding day is I do not want to cry. I don't want because I can just see the pictures from my photographer coming out of me walking down the aisle with like my ugly Kim Kardashian <laughs> ugly crying face. And that's the last thing I want. And so I told my bridesmaids, I'm like, you have one damn job. And that is to not let me cry. And if you're crying, then I'm crying, so therefore you cannot be crying. I've already broken my bridesmaid rule because the day I knew uh, Abby was getting engaged, I cried in my car sobbing, for like an hour straight. Sobbing. <laughs> and then I went to one of my good friend's weddings um, last summer. Oh, my gosh, she's coming up on a year of being married. Holy crap, time really flies. I was like a hysterical mess. And I'm like – and I remember I leaned over to Nick <laughs> because I was sobbing so hard like during her ceremony. I was like, we're eloping. We're canceling everything. This and we're, we're eloping because I can't even deal, so – there's one other part that doesn't have to go directly with that day, but there's another part of insurance that Abby and I have oh. previously done an okay. episode on. And it's just a quick reminder to get your ring appraised yes. and insured. Yes. So it's based on the four C's, cut, clarity, carrot, and color. It's super easy, too. You just get it appraised at, like, your local jeweler, or I think sometimes just the receipt of when you purchase the ring send that off to one of our agents and your or your account manager here and they will get that all set up for you and add it to your policy. It's a very smooth, simple, seamless process. Yeah, I remember obviously Tim just did it and then you've done mm -hmm. it. Um, it's pretty straightforward, but it's definitely easier to do it like before you have it on. So for sure. All the guys or gals out there proposing with rings, get on that. This is your this is your <laughs> reminder. <laughs> get that get that appraised. And now the other fun stuff. Abby and I love watching celebrity weddings and like what goes down at them, who shows up. So Abby, 
What's the wedding highlight right now that you are fangirling about? The Kravis wedding. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker it was the wedding of the century, I think. Obviously, they have their own vibes <laughs> just going take a on. I to look at my notes and I wrote Travis Scott. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do have a Travis Scott in there. Okay. That's Kylie's, like, baby daddy. Okay. Okay, so- you're not far off. Okay? <laughs> you, you get, like, a half point. You get a half point. For those of you that don't know, Abby and I have a po- this podcast that talks about pop culture, and I don't know shit. She knows nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. I have to – well, oh, my God, what was it? Oh, the, remember the Jay-Z thing? <laughs> I showed We showed Caitlin a picture of, like, a friend of ours with Jay-Z. And Caitlin goes, oh, like, which one is him? Like, the guy, like the friend that we were talking about. And I'm like, well, the other guy is Jay-Z, so it's obviously not him. Um, uh, so that, I just think that example is, like... I crack myself No, up. it's, like, the perfect <laughs> way to describe you and, like, your relationship to, like, pop culture these days. But I make sure to do my homework before these episodes. Yeah. I do. But you're very... You know more about, like, the professional sports players oh, than yeah, I do. Like, Brooks Koepka's wedding that had Ludacris. Like, sign me up. Ludacris. Y- you can't get much bigger <laughs> than that. Um, I was just stalking their Instagram account. Um, yeah. Their wedding looked gorgeous. I don't know what I, – I saw the location, but I didn't click on where – do you know where it was? No. I just know Ludacris was, like, performing, and they were dancing around Ludacris, so. That's, that's insane. That's I can't even – I think I saw somewhere – someone, I think, had Harry Styles and, like, perform at their wedding recently, too. I yeah. don't know. I, I do not have Ludacris at my wedding. I know you guys all thought I probably did, but I don't. No, Beyonce, though. Beyonce. She's dropping another album. I saw. Oh, my God. I, like, cried in my office earlier <laughs> when they, like, finally confirmed it because it was this big rumor, and I was like, oh, my God. End of, end of July, folks. Mark your calendars. Rumor confirmed. Rumor has been confirmed. Oh, um, I love it. Paris Hilton, she had, like, a six-day event. She had a whole neon carnival for a whole day as part of her, like, wedding week. That's and unreal. I think she had over seven dresses, like, just on, like, Goals. the day of the wedding or something. So that's Goals insane. for sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'll have a solid one dress. That's what that will be like. I have two. Yeah. I have one for, like, the ceremony and reception and then after party. The after party outfits. After party vibes. I have to figure out my after party outfit. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> With your broken ankle. Yeah. <laughs> May as well just bring sneakers at this point. Maybe I'll buy, buy a oh, black Air should. Force ones for to walk down the aisle. I think I'm going to buy, like, a fresh pair of, like, white sneakers, like, just Good. in case. You should. Um, that's so plan. that's my plan. Love that. So to quickly recap the episode, we love famous people's weddings. Especially now that I'm getting married, like it just consumes like my whole news feed on like every social media outlet right now. But And because I'm associated with you a lot, it also consumes <laughs> mine. So But it's interesting from an insurance standpoint. Like I think we've said this in previous episodes. Like we look at things a little bit differently differently now that we work in insurance. Like, oh, I wonder what the insurance on that would be. This, this, this. And now that, you know, especially with COVID being over and we have all of this, like, overflow of weddings, like, I think 2022 is the most weddings booked in a year since, like, the 1970s. So, like, because we're getting all those COVID postponements. um, So we're seeing a lot more. But super interesting to think, you know, where insurance plays in all of that. Yeah. And I find it interesting that you can just do it for the day. Like, even if it's not a wedding, even if you just have like a family gathering on the 4th of July or like a big birthday bash, like 
I would much rather spend like a couple hundred dollars totally. than like hundreds of thousands of dollars if Especially, something goes wrong. And like most times nothing goes wrong. Right. But in case it does, I'd rather know that I'm covered and just like all set and it's not even something I have to worry about. It's risk management, folks. Just the DG ass- way. Assess it. <laughs> Yeah, and so that's the wedding insurance debacle that we have going on here. Yeah, so I'm going to go talk to my account manager and see what I need to gather for them to get me a one-day policy. So Awesome. Yeah. All right, well, the next episode, stay tuned, TBD, on what the topic is, but we'll figure it out and we'll get figure through it. it out. We always do. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you.